Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in for the, fir- for the fifth episode of the Global Student Economics Forum's official podcast. I'm Pranav Ramesh, the Chief Technology Officer of the Global Student Economics Forum, a student-led organization dedicated to advancing economic literacy in high schools worldwide through various initiatives. Our mission is to ensure that all students are able to engage with our resources, programs, leadership opportunities, projects, and more so they can understand, appreciate, and contribute to the role that economics plays in shaping everything and everyone from individual workers to global institutions. You can visit our website at www.gcef.org to learn more about joining and contributing to our organization. With me today is Arjun Ramamurthy, the head of video product O&O at Verizon Communications, a leading multinational telecommunications conglomerate that offers wireless products and media services. Before becoming the head of video product at Verizon Media, Mr. Ramamurthy worked as a senior director of product management at GE Digital. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to speak with us, Mr. Ramamurthy. Thanks for now, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so let's start off with our first question. Many of our listeners are high school students looking to pursue business, information technology, or related fields of study in college. Could you walk us through the steps you took in your educational experience to enter this industry? Sure, and thanks again for doing this. It's really great to see uh, you doing this. Um, Well, that's almost now 25 years back uh, at high school. Uh, I think, you know, uh, one of the uh, key, key driver for me was, you know, learning. Uh, learning and especially, you know, challenging myself as I go through the journey. Um, you know, before uh, uh, my engineering, I kind of did pretty well at biology as well as uh, 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 the engineering track. Um, but, you know, most most folks back at home uh, in India at the time would either do like hey, engineering or medicine. And, uh, you know, given my, my interest for building things, I naturally kind of uh, went towards engineering, not knowing what I would do in engineering. So that's how kind of I first like, hey, let's just go see what, what's there to learn. And at that time, computer science was one of the kind of a pretty hot topic, hot subject major. And uh, uh, for some reason I had, you know, didn't want to go into that. I chose to go down the path of electronics and communication, or which is referred to in the U.S. as electrical engineering, uh, given uh, given some of my interests. Okay, so electrical engineering was a major, uh, like a major field that you wanted to go into. So, how did that influence your college path and uh, your career path after college? Um, well, it's it's hard. It's easier kind of looking back, you can kind of connect the dots. But at that time, uh, to be honest, I had no idea. It was, as I said, the the fundamental uh, goal there was to learn and challenge myself. Um, You know, one thing led to the other, uh, kind of got into different, took a lot of electronics, telecommunication courses, uh, enjoyed it. Uh, Eventually, uh, you know, towards the final year, I wanted to pick something that's very hard. Uh, and at the time, and even today, actually, in a lot of fields, uh, it's an area of uh, called as DSP or digital signal processing. 
and uh, I had no idea. The only thing I knew it was hard, and uh, uh, you know that kind of laid the path for me. Uh, frankly, looking back, you know, I can connect the dots. But uh, you know, at that time, I was like, hey, let's just learn. Um, you know, one thing led to the other. From signal processing, I kind of chose to, right after um, engineering, spent a couple of years working back in India and Bangalore in the area of DSP, uh, uh, Advaper Technologies. Uh, and after that, I kind of came to the US to pursue my master's. Uh, one of the other applications of uh, digital signal processing is in the telecommunications space. And you know, one thing led to the other, uh, and uh, the underlining theme, I would say there, was largely like, hey, let's challenge yourself and see what we can learn. Okay, so the message you would give high school students in this case is that they should definitely challenge themselves and try to do hard things in order to find their passion, right? Absolutely, absolutely. That's it's great. Very, it's very hard to kind of look forward and say, hey, here's how everything will come together. Uh, just follow your dream. Uh, don't be... Uh, intimidated by uh, challenges, embrace them, uh, go with a kind of a open mindset, a growth mindset, and uh, you know things will just work out. That's fantastic. Now, we noticed that you previously worked as a Senior Director of Product Management at GE Digital. So what were some of your responsibilities when serving this role, and what were some of the experiences at that company? Um, they're largely, uh, you know, in my career, I spent uh, the first 10 years in pure engineering, uh, building things, and the next 10 years, uh, and even now I do kind of, kind of product management. Uh, more fundamentally, you know, when you think about product management, there are two main questions you would want to help answer. Uh, the first is the why, and the second is the what. You know, going back to, you know, my previous uh, background of just, you know, challenging yourself, trying to learn, the why and what always inspired me. Um, and specifically at GE Digital, GE Digital was a company that was formed within the broader conglomerate of GE uh, in uh, 2015. Uh, late 2015, I joined early uh, 2016. Uh, the goal there was G as a broader company was a highly industrial company and it built heavy equipment. Uh, it sold into these like jet engines and aviation, steam turbines, uh, or locomotives, uh, or renewable windmills. It's it, in a broader set of GE businesses. And when G Digital was formed, uh, the mission was to help uh, uh, make it a software company. Uh, and given some of my background, uh, building platforms and software, uh, what drew me uh, to the organization, and it was a great uh, opportunity uh, uh, to kind of help uh, build a digital platform for an industrial uh, organization, largely called industrial internet. Okay, so at your time at the company, uh... What, what were the different experiences you faced? What were some positive things? And what were some things that you learned about yourself? So when, when you embark on a journey like you know, digital transformation, there's only one thing that's for certain, that is change. 
uh, and a lot of uh, unknowns. Uh, so that is, I think, one thing, uh, you know, for me was, I not only enjoyed it, you know, dealing with the unknowns and working with really, really smart people. I think that is key. Uh, as you lead high-performance teams and you embark on a purpose or a mission, uh, uh, it's very, very important to uh, work with smart people, preferably people who are smarter than you. So that was one of the key for me learnings was, uh, you know, get get the right people, people with the right mindset. Uh, and and that is something that was that's paramount. And that is where, you know, as, as you think about, you know, uh, your audience, uh, it's very counterintuitive. Uh, as you embark into a, a particular major, you want to go into a field, you want to go into, you want to try something, you want to build something, you want to research on something. Try to surround yourself with people who are smarter than you. At first, it might feel a little intimidating and saying, hey, no, why would I do that? But the minute you do that, uh, you raise the bar. I think that is very, very important uh, uh, you know, when you're trying to accomplish something, something big. Yeah, definitely. So um, from this, I guess high schoolers can take away that they should, uh, first of all, challenge themselves a lot. And then they should, secondly, surround themselves with the right kind of people in order to improve both them and their peers. Right. Absolutely. All right. That sounds great. Now, last year, you made a transition from GE Digital to becoming the head of video product O&O at Verizon Media. Now, why did you decide to make this move? And what are your current responsibilities while serving in this position at Verizon Media? So one of the things as I kind of evolved and learned uh, through my career uh, was I kind of naturally gravitate towards uh, innovation and growth. Uh, with the primary goal to simplify whoever the audience is, whatever products we're building, uh, can we simplify it, innovate around it, and drive growth for the business? Given Verizon Media's uh, uh, almost, I would say, 900 million plus user base, uh, it's definitely one of the key things that I was looking for is making a big impact. Uh, the second is also more strategic. And what do I mean by strategic is um, O&O's, the owned and operated, uh, there are a lot of companies that Verizon Media brought together, uh, the Yahoo brands, the AOL brands. Uh, so not only making an impact to those 900 million plus users, uh, but also how do you really commercialize this to a uh, business to business opportunity? So that was something that was pretty intriguing uh, to kind of innovate at speed you know, do it for yourself within the company and as well as scale it to external customers. Okay. So what are your current responsibilities while serving this particular position at Verizon Media? So uh, more broadly, uh, I would say kind of leading the video platform uh, for, uh, as I said, both the O&Os and, uh, you know, taking the technology to... Uh, um, uh, to the external customers. To give you some examples, if you go to any Yahoo website and watch video, a simple playback of the video con content, if you want to think about like hey, a player, 
which people are very familiar with, YouTube, Instagram, kind of think about on the similar lines, but for the Verizon media properties. The other piece would be, how do you make money with it? And that's largely the advertisement model. Again, good comparison would be similar to how YouTube uh, uh, runs their ad, ad business. And in fact, more recently, you know, uh, for some of your audience, if they're interested in uh, football and NFL, we launched something called as uh, Watch Together with COVID hitting us and people not being able to go to stadiums, kind of a social viewing, which you can watch on Yahoo Sports and stuff like that. Uh, so think about, you know, a platform for various video applications. Yeah, so you're basically centralizing all of these different services under one main conglomerate, right? That is correct. Okay, so what would you recommend for students who aspire to uh, work in such positions? So to work as heads of different, uh, uh, what do you call it, different like video product or like to be a manager, what would you recommend for those aspiring students? Um, as I said, you know, the first thing is what I've learned is, and there's a great book uh, by Carl Dweck called uh, Mindset. And the key takeaway there is have the growth mindset. Kind of have that learn it all uh, attitude or mindset rather than the know it all. Uh, be willing to do mistakes, to try. Uh, you know, depending on from which culture uh, uh, people come from, uh, there is always a sense of fear for failure. So I would say, you know, embrace failure. That is one thing that is certain. Setbacks are for certain. Uh, and having that growth mindset really helps you. It's a great tool um, uh, for you to, uh, to drive innovation and growth. Because as you go into innovation, uh, you're kind of trying to solve for the unknown. Uh, and failure is certain. And as, as uh, you know, it, it reminds me of uh, uh, a famous quote by Einstein, which always, you know, I remind myself as well uh, when you get into setbacks, is if you haven't failed, you have never learned. Uh, so I think that is one thing I would say, you know, have that growth mindset uh, and be passionate about what you're doing and you know, follow your dream. Okay, that's very good advice for our high school student listeners. So we have time for one last question. Over the course of your career, what are some of the biggest takeaways you've had or things you've learned based on prior experiences? And what do you look forward to in the future? Um, I would say, you know, two main things that you would probably need to focus on. Uh, and earlier we learned it. I learned it over a period of time, you know, uh, but it's great you're doing this and, you know, exposing students more globally uh, on, on, on some of these different paths people have taken in their career. I would say two key things is people and purpose. Uh, identify the right people uh, you want to work with. When I say right, it doesn't have to be, be people who think like you. In fact, I would strongly encourage um, try to try to you know have an open mind and uh, go cross culture, be a little more diverse, um, and you know it, it it brings in the diversity of thinking. So make sure you're surrounded yourself not with people who agree with you all the time, but uh, who have a, per a perspective sometimes even diverging from 
how you think. It, it really expands the way you think. Uh, you know, that's diversity in thinking. So make sure you surround yourself with the right people. The second piece is as you do that, you know, you'll also learn, uh, you need to be passionate about something. Uh, and like what you're doing here with GCF, you know, you're trying to uh, get, get this in front of as many high school students worldwide. Uh, have a clear purpose uh, that you're passionate about. You know, going back uh, a little more than two decades, you know, when I was out of high school, uh, you know, I read a book called uh, Alchemist. It, it largely, you know, I don't know if you've read it or heard about it. It's, it's a great book and it, it's something where you want to pursue your dream. You know, you want to dream big and you want to pursue it. Uh, uh, I would still recommend that even after 25 years. Uh, and it's one of the great books. Uh, so I would say, you know, dream big, have a purpose and, you know, surround yourself uh, with people who are smarter than you, as I said earlier, uh, uh, to go get, to go achieve something that, uh, you know, you dream about and something big uh, that can make a difference. Yeah, that, that is great advice. And I highly recommend that our high school listeners, our high school student listeners definitely follow this advice. So just to wrap it up, thank you once again for agreeing to speak with us today, Mr. Ramamurthy. It was very insightful to hear from you and about your experiences and learn about the work you do. Thanks again, Pranav. Really appreciate it. Great work that you're doing. Uh, good luck. Yeah. So this concludes our fifth episode of the Global Student Economics Forum official podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.gcefofficial.org if you would like to learn more about joining and contributing to our organization. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, and we will see you next time.